ladies and gentlemen. The Boston Bruins finally figured out how to play hockey properly, and we are back. And so are the Bruins. They're they're back. Back yeah. and in Thank That's God. Because uh, if this episode had have been, well, one, the last of the season, or two, them going down 3-1, That's which would feel like that. the last of the season. We're not talking about that. Or <laughs> down 3-1, which would have felt like the last of the season. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, it would have been, been a really fun one to do, let's just say that. But in reality, this one is actually going to be fun to do. Bruins... Came back to Boston, one two. I, literally, the like everything we could ask for. They looked like they were actually playing. I, yeah, I, it's all good. It's it's just yeah, it's so weird to. I know I did not. I thought they would win one because I was like for sure you gotta win one. But I, I like I didn't really expect for this series to be tied going back to Carolina. Now it's just basically a best of three. I don't know if you were in the same boat or not, but yeah, I, uh, I, oh, I knew the Bruins weren't going to go down without fighting. I knew that those first two games, well, actually, you know what? Every game so far for this series, the final score hasn't necessarily been of how the game was i'd mm-hmm. say i'd say it's overall been pretty close um yeah but nice for the bruins to be on the right side of it for two games and this game five tuesday night yeah i got a feeling whoever wins that game is gonna win the series you know it's obviously I'm a, scared <laughs> it, 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 i'm feeling good about this game in the last two and i'll feel great up until about mm, six o'clock on tuesday and then i'll <laughs> And then it'll be everything goes back to oh I'm so worried what's gonna happen what's gonna happen McAvoy are, are you coming back for game six uh yeah speaking of which yeah we can start there I yeah so I I was out you know driving by the lake with my parents you know Mother's Day having a good time mm-hmm. I looked down at my phone Charlie McAvoy has been placed in the NHL COVID protocol. I immediately was like, oh, what's the point of watching now? They're going <laughs> to lose. I will openly admit that. I thought they had no chance just because of I... how much of a force McAvoy is. Yes, I and distinctly... When you look on paper, <laughs> yeah, uh, Carlo Clifton, which I guess he's amazing, and um, Josh Brown, which, yeah, Josh Brown, just yeah, do your Fortnite dances up in the press box, okay? <laughs> Just leave us alone down. Well, leave your teammates alone down there. That was ooh, on the ice for both Carolina goals against. Did not look good on those plays. I can't really. I didn't really notice him otherwise. So I guess. Yeah, he only played twelve minutes, but. Yeah. So. That was for a reason. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I was the most pessimistic person, especially when Carolina scored first. I was like. Okay, yeah. all right, well, game five, here we go. <laughs> yes, at 12.02pm, uh, you said, game is done and the series is done. <laughs> and I was kind of thinking the same way, but I didn't want to actually say it. didn't want to say it. Yeah. 
See, I'm working on the Jinx machine right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That first period, though, completely reminded me of 2016. Uh, t- 2017, actually, against Ottawa in Game 6. Yeah, I, like, I try to not think about that entire series outside of Corrali. Um, but yeah, you're kind of right. But, luckily... Yeah, it was just kind of like... <laughs> It didn't like, end remember... that way with a Clark MacArthur overtime winner. Oh my winner. god. What if he came down from the right? Ra- oh, that would have been brutal. No, but <laughs> it just felt like that game where the Bruins were kind of like right there. They hadn't scored yet. And then, especially when... Let me go back and make sure I got this right. Yes, when they took that 2-1 lead in the second, I was like, that's just kind of a backbreaker. Yeah. Uh, they got some momentum. And then Jordan freaking stall. Yeah, 33 <laughs> seconds into the second. Yeah, I was like, okay, I just, and I was so worried that without McAvoy, they were already feeling kind of like, not that it was done and they didn't have a chance, but you know, missing the heart and soul of your defense, you know, that's going to impact yeah. your swagger. It's kind of demoralizing. Yeah. And, but, <laughs> I mean, hey, they. <laughs> I didn't see it coming, but they did it. They did the damn thing. That was intense. It was beautiful. We got a tied freaking series. Best two out of three. You steal one on the road, get yourself back home and finish it. And that's it. That's the show. That's all we need. Perfect. No. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, like, going going into tonight, or I guess this afternoon, just the... Morale from everyone online was not there, you know? Certainly it was pretty low, but, I mean, that first period sort of was just, like, a really, like, it it felt slow. Like, just both teams weren't trying to do too much, trying to just play safely. Then Pesci scored, I was like, yeah, great. I think, like, yeah, yeah, on that goal, like, Josh Brown and... Like, had a chance to get it out, did not. And then he kind of screened Swayman. And Swayman had, like, a piece of it, but didn't get enough of it. Just wasn't great. But then Bergeron scored two seconds... Two seconds, no, two minutes later. I was like, um, okay, okay, so... So, they're in it, right? And then you get to the second, and it's like, alright. <laughs> Stall scoring, 33 seconds in. And it's kind of like, come on. And even then, like, at that point... uh. Like, you got about, like, halfway through the second. The Bruins had already had, like, four power plays. Just didn't get anything. Because at that point, they gave Carolina three. And then... Oh, my God. That first period, they missed about three tripping penalties on Carolina alone that period. Oh, yeah. It was all over the place. Yeah, and there but, was that... I mean, there I was the Carolina play... made up for it. They felt bad. <laughs> yeah. There was the play on... Who was it by? Someone had a breakaway. Oh, um, no sick. No. Wagner. Yeah, Wagner had a breakaway. Oh, Wagner, 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 yeah. And, like, <laughs> was it, I think it was Slavin or Pashi, one of them, like, did the exact same thing that Forbort got called for in game two, I believe it was. And, of course, no call. Uh, because why would there be? But obviously, you know, I'm not going to sit around here complaining about the refs because, uh, well. Don't know if it's exactly worth it when the Bruins got nine power plays overall. Granted, I think pretty much all of those were deserving penalties by the Canes, but 
you know, it's not worth the breath at this point. Uh, but no, then then you get to the end of the second, like the last few minutes, and it's like, okay, Nita Niederreiter takes a penalty, then uh, DeBrusque scores on that power play, and it's like, okay, they're still in this. And then out comes Rod Brindamore, and he's like, no, that's bad. They're targeting our goalies once more. When totally, I don't know if he ever saw the replay, but yeah, sure, DeBrusque does push Ranta's pad a little, but the the Canes also push their own goalie, and the puck was free. Ranta never covered it. You know, it's kind of like a you sure, sure about that, sure about that, Rod. And then he said that he would bet. Uh, actually, no, I want to find the exact quote, but I think I basically have it. He's Rod Brindamore said that uh, he would have bet his life on that being goalie interference, which... Um, Damn, Rod. Might need to certainly, get you some psychiatric help. Yeah, certainly a take. Uh, maybe we need to, you know, get, get him some help. I don't know how that was. Uh, but, uh, the one thing... I want I want to backtrack because I just realized we forgot to talk about the end of the first because there is a there was some interesting things that happened at the end of the first period. Do you uh do you perhaps want to ex- explain what might have what might have happened then? Shenanigans. You know that's one way to put it. <laughs> Um, actually, I'm, okay, I'm gonna need you to explain this, because I just got a text from Jess that someone tried to break into her car, so... Okay. I, I'm gonna have to throw myself on mute, so, uh, I'll be right back, but... Okay. <laughs> um, alright, I'll continue this, uh, just for a little bit, and then, uh, wait until Bradley gets back, but... Lovely. Anyways, so, of course, Brad Marchand, being Brad Marchand... Trying to instigate everything. He, uh... He gets into... Well, he gets going with basically every single person on the Canes team. And... And then, you know, they sort of break away. They're starting to go away. Then Marshawn and Tony D'Angelo start... Start going at it. And, um... For those who don't know who Tony D'Angelo is, you are... You are very welcome. Welcome? Yeah, you're welcome. And you're very lucky. Because, um, TLDR, racist, homophobic, very, uh, very proud of that for some reason, and, you know, suspend, well, I don't think he got suspended on Twitter, but deactivated his Twitter account, you know, he would, he would block literally anyone that would say, hey, maybe, like, don't be racist, you know, all that fun stuff. So naturally, at the end of the first period, Marchand started chirping at him after Tony D'Angelo made a very original joke about how big Marshall's nose is. Uh, and then Marshall responded with you're racist, you're racist. And then the funniest part of it is it basically looks like he then turned to the ref and went, what? Yeah, he is. And if that's not peak Brad Marshall, I don't know what is. And it was also apparently Marshall's way of endearing himself to everyone on Twitter that's not a Bruins fan, because everyone else seemed to love that. And of course, you know, came up with the uh, 
heartbreaking the the worst person you know just made a great point meme but hey whatever whatever Marshawn can do to get under his skin and I mean it worked the whole game D'Angelo just did not look like he was mentally there like he basically got rocked and oh if Marshawn can keep that going into the into game five even if it's in Carolina that'd be great because I mean D'Angelo is Carolina's leading point scorer in these playoffs he has five assists which is kind of weird to look at um but hey knock them off their game that's that's all Marshawn really needs to do all right uh obviously there was not much of a break for anyone listening to this but in real time it's been 20 minutes uh just had to go deal with uh that situation but uh feels weird to say we're back um all right, so basically just went through D'Angelo and Marshawn. So we can hop to the third period of today's game. So, I mean, you really look at that and you go, okay, they're going into the third period. They got, what, 45 seconds on a power play. 45 seconds of five on three, plus the two minute or the four minute minor because Bergeron, Poor oh my Bergeron. God, Ajo's high sticking penalty. And you're like, okay, they they just need to score here, and then they did. Like they 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 capitalized on their power play chance, which is something they haven't done for the last month, and it was great to see. And Marshawn had obviously was the one to score it because of course he was. And I'll be honest, once that third goal went in, like it was three two Bruins, I was like, okay, they win. I was like, I can't see them. I can't see them blowing this lead. I wasn't that confident, <laughs> but I was feeling good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> they I was had just like, feels like that power play. There was no yes. ands or buts about it. If they didn't score, then I'd be like, okay, well, there goes a big chunk of momentum to the herd. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, it was basically like, okay, if the Bruins score here, I think they win. If they don't, I think they lose. Because <laughs> if you if you don't, then all the momentum goes into the Canes' direction. Because that's a five on three, then still like a, you know, part of that's a four minute penalty. It's like, you got you to gotta get one. You know, they still had, well, it was like two minutes and 50 seconds after that of power play time. You know, you would have liked to see them get another, but like, I couldn't completely complain. Because... Even then, five minutes later in the third, Poshnok got one. And I was like, okay, cool. Oh, that was so beautiful. Yeah, set play off the face off. I've missed those from Marshawn Bergeron Poshnok. And, you know. It feels right having that line reunited. Yeah. Yeah, even without Krejci. Like, I, like the depth scoring. Oh, you, you know, had to. Today was not here. But, like, even without Krejci, yeah. This team is, this team is better when that line's together. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> yeah. And in this scenario, in the series, you know, going going home down 0-2 was the completely correct decision to make, to put them back together. Go, okay, we know these guys can do it. And then you come out and see today and Marshawn has a five-point game. <laughs> and you're like, okay, yep, that works. It does. We'll, we'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, can't complain, can't complain too much there. Well, um, knowing you, you'll find one. Okay, listen. That was rude. I apologize. Uh, I want to ask, uh, how'd you feel about Chris Wagner? 
Uh, good. I mean, especially yeah. for a guy who hadn't seen NHL act. Did he? Was he? There were preseason games this year, right? Oh, probably. Did he? He probably played then, but not like that counts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, not bad. Game three was better than game four, but I'm not trying to say it was bad in game four. Mm-hmm. But for someone, as I literally just said, coming off of a long stretch of that NHL action, hey, that, that, more of that. The fourth line looks effective. Then you got your 2016 first rounder in the press box because he can't play his way into the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, we, we Which, can... that's a good decision by... Cassidy and everyone to, to sit him because he's not there. They can't just play him because he's either making X amount of money or because he was drafted in X spot, but <laughs> a completely different fourth line uh, than in game one and game two. And I don't know if that's more because of it being on home ice now or not. It's easier to uh, be hyped up and hit everything in sight when the building erupts when you throw a big hit. Yeah. Can't hurt. But just gotta hope that they can carry that over into game five. I mean, everyone's game <laughs> included, not just the fourth line. But it's very encouraging and good for Wagner. You know, it's a very good story, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, like Felino Lazar Wagner. You you look hey, at Felino's that. the highest paid fourth liner. And the maybe the best. No, I'm just kidding. Well, huh. I'll take Lazar, but <laughs> true. But no, true, that true. that line, you know, it's not like they are getting a bunch of ice time. Like Felino had just under nine minutes tonight. Wagner ten minutes. Lazar just under twelve. Of course, some of that uh, shorthanded. Some of that also power play time. But um, but you look at that line and go, you know what? Ten minutes a game for that line to be on the ice. I can't really complain. They haven't done any negative for me to be mad. You know, obviously it hasn't been, you know, they're, they're on the score sheet, but that they're not exactly meant to do that. And two games together, you know, I'm not going to be upset with zero points considering you look at all the hits, you look at the energy they've brought in. That's exactly what you want out of your fourth line. Yeah. And if we want to talk about scoring, we can talk about Eric Halla. Yeah. There are still, there are some other guys on the team you can look at for scoring yeah. who don't have any points. Smith. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, Craig Smith, how do we feel about him? He I... only played 10 minutes. He just has not had it le- like recently. Um, like He finished with 36 points on the season. And I know like to end the year, it was a lot of zeros in the score sheet. Yeah, basically since April 5th. Yeah, since April 5th, he had four points. And, including, and he doesn't oh, have any this? points in the playoffs. <laughs> really has not done much. I think we mentioned this even last episode. Like, he hasn't scored since April 4th. And he's had a bunch of shots since then, but just hasn't gone in. Which, I mean, you know, eventually it's going to go in, and you're going to see a bit of a surge in his points. But it's like, okay, do that in Game 5, maybe, you know? I know we can't pick and choose, but you still need something out of Craig Smith. You know, he's still that middle six guy winger. You know, you're still paying him three mil to Guess he's no score, put up points. He is no Pat Maroon. That is true. <laughs> just dangled the Leafs tonight, but just like we all expected. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 
don't know, I can't complain. Um, in terms of, like, the other lines, I mean, Marshawn, Bergeron, Pasternak kind of, kind of carried today, and, and a little bit on, uh, oh my god, Friday. But, hey, if they're scoring, it works. You know, obviously, if they don't, then, well, then that's going to be an issue that we're going to have later down the line, and currently I'm not going to think about and pray it doesn't happen. Pray Marshawn has five points every single game. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know if I have too much to say about today's game, really. Uh, I guess too much else. I mean, Marshawn was, you know, easily, easily the best player. Like, two goals, sure. three assists. Got under D'Angelo's skin. Basically, everyone on the Canes basically played his role perfectly. Um, you mentioned earlier uh, D'Angelo and uh, Lazar? I did not get to that, no. I've, yeah. That was something. That was... A good old cross-check to the face of Lazar, and then... Twice. Yeah, a couple punches, a couple cross-checks to the face, you know, just... Just normal, normal activities. Definitely only deserved one penalty. And not that I wanted more power play time for the Bruins, but you gotta, you know, gotta keep things in check, which I thought after the empty net goal, D'Angelo was gonna go after Marshall. I know he kind of threw the stick, but that wasn't trying to hit him. Yeah. I hope not, because that was a bad thing. I think that was just trying to hit him. <laughs> just trying to angrily stop the empty net goal, which, you know, wouldn't have mattered anyway. It would have been just allowed, but... Yeah. Yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I saw Kane's fans saying, "Oh, Lazar, biggest, biggest wuss oh in the god, league. Yeah, that he won't person. fight." And it's like, I was like, "What? No, you have Tony D'Angelo. He wasn't fighting." Ten minutes left in the game. D'Angelo clearly doesn't want to fight. He just wants Lazar to punch him once, match it up, and not put his team in a further hole than he already put them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was fun. And then I love how Clifton came over, like, put him in a headlock. <laughs> and, then, and then, I don't know if you saw, but the ref, like, just picked him up and carried him away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even, like, at the end of the first, you kind of see the ref, like, trying to escort D'Angelo away. <laughs> like, that happened multiple times. Jeez, it's like, come on, dude. Like... After Martian there at the end. They were yeah. all, like, circling around him like sharks. I'm like, uh, <laughs> where's Martian's teammates? <laughs> yeah. He, he may be feisty, but he's 5'9". Those are some big guys. Get someone else over there. Speaking of feisty and small, um, Connor Clifton. He's built I different. did not think I'd be saying this, but he was the best Bruins defenseman today in McAvoy's absence. Played the most. Looked pretty good. I'm yeah, not complaining, I, but I'm just like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it would be the downfall of him getting too much ice time, but hey... Trade Charlie McAvoy. Let Clifton flourish. Yeah, never say that again. <laughs> okay. Um, but let me just... I'm about to send you something. Oh, God. That's never good. Uh, no, 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 no. you like it. really like it. Uh, it's loading. Hold on. I have to <laughs> copy image. I have to click on Discord. Oh, okay. Defensive... Take to Holy... Say... <laughs> Grizzlick and Carlo carried. <laughs> Jesus. Riley and Brown was kind of expected. I thought Orbert Clifton would maybe be closer to 50% for those, obviously, who, who can't not, see what you just sent me. Who yes. do not have access to Alex and I's uh, Discord 
direct messages. Um, it's uh, <laughs> from Money Puck. You know, of course, he percentage for the defensive pairings of 5 on 5 today. Um, we'll start out very strong. Very strong with a uh, Grizzly Carlo percentage of 80%. Pretty good. Corsi 4, 12. Corsi against 3. We go down. Riley Brown. Um, 3 Corsi 4, 10 against. That's a solid 23%. And then Forbert Clifton. Uh, Corsi 4, 4. <laughs> Corsi against 15, 21%. Um, yeah. Yeah, even, and... even looking at like expected goals, like you have Grizzly Carlo up at. 84%. Forbert Clifton a little better at 45% and then oh, Riley Brown terrible. at 22%. Yeah, yeah, Josh Brown is uh is not it, but that's why he's like I an also, eighth defenseman. Yeah, I guess that's what happens with you when you're on your eighth defenseman, which we should have seen this coming. We should have known this was going to happen somehow yeah. some way. But I also happens feel bad for the guy. He's barely played over the last couple months too, oh, yeah. so like that obviously doesn't help and I'm not saying he he'd be good if he played every night cuz we don't want to be in that situation, but I don't think he's you know, as a tough bad as he was today. No, that's that's a really tough spot to come into mid playoff series. Carolina's a really good team too, obviously. So hey, but yeah. a couple breakdowns, you know, whatever. Hopefully McAvoy's available. Or even if Lindholm is back, I think Brown's out and they throw Riley or Forbert on the right side. I'd be shocked if they don't. <laughs> that that would be like an objectively dumb decision if they don't take Brown out once. Like, well, Riley back. had his, you know, gamely uh, high sticking penalty. High sticking but penalty, yeah. That, but... He made some good plays. No, I think, I think the, the strat here is to, l- to just play Riley for like the first five minutes of the game, let him take the high sticking penalty, and then just kill the penalty off because they've... I feel like yeah, they normally tell... kill Riley's high sticking penalties. It's still just really annoying when they happen. And, yeah. you know, if you, you get that early on, imagine this, okay? Go in game five, Carolina. Like two minutes in, Riley takes a penalty. All the Carolina fans are like, "Oh yes, we get a really good chance." But then the Bruins just kill off. He tried to murder someone. Yeah, but then the Bruins just kill off. All the momentum goes the Bruins way. Bruins score. Perfect. See, it's the giga brain strategy by, by by Mike Riley to take a penalty and give the Bruins the momentum once they kill it. What you're because saying is he should be making six million, not three. Exactly. Nick Foligno's salary is now going to be transferred to Mike Riley. He has to Venmo him every check he gets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I said, I said before the game, if the Bruins find a way, like, because I saw the defensive pairs, I said, if the Bruins find a way to win this, we all owe Cassidy a hundred dollars. So, someone's got to, you know, get his Venmo out. All you? No, no, no. Everyone each owes him a hundred dollars. Every single Bruins fan. Oh, oh, no, I'm, I'm okay. You're okay with giving him a hundred dollars? Cool. I agree. Uh, We'll double that if they win the series. Bastard. Um, I think that's now all I have on game uh, on game four. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Swayman. I yeah yeah. All right, can't complain. You know, I don't think he he was really He's in a position tr- to make yeah. uh, amazing saves. He didn't have to. Defense overall, like system, pretty good. What you want in the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, like if you're not putting your goal in a position where it's like you need them to bail you out, sounds good. Like obviously, you know, game three, kinda... game three, the second goal against was completely Ooh. on him. Like that was just bad, but like still overall solid in game three, solid in game four. Can't complain. But like I said, when people asked at the end of game two, you know, all marker Swayman, I don't think it's making a difference. Neither one is stealing a series. And I don't think either one's going to cost the Bruins the series. 
Well, clearly, you just look at the record, man. Omar <laughs> was playing horrible. Yep, it was all Omar's fault. Facts. I'm glad you see it that way, too. I'm glad I totally see it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I mean, actually, out of curiosity. Oh, no, nope. nope. Swayman, Swayman had 0.19 goals saved above expected. So, oh. he's just better. <laughs> if you look at their... Uh playoff numbers here. Mm -hmm. Well, actually they don't have Swayman updated for today here on Money Puck. Uh, Swayman has a goal saved above expected of negative 0.3. Allmark, negative 2.3. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I, if I, you look at the Bruins overall play in both of those games? <laughs> or in, like, yeah. in the, I guess the two sets of games? Yeah. Fair. Fair. I don't know. I'm not complaining about either of them being in net. <laughs> if one of them gets hurt, I'm like, all right, cool. Not like cool, like that's good, but it's like I feel confident in the other option. Don't clip that. Mm hmm. All right, let's uh, let's hop to uh, game three. Obviously, you know, not going to be super in depth on game three because you know, game four just happened today was more important. I, I would like to say. Uh, before the game, before game three started, I said need massive games from Marshawn Coyle and Pasternak, and then all three of them scored. So I'd like to think that I was responsible for that win. And your silence means you agree. We'll let you. We'll let you think that. We'll, Let's we'll, go. Yeah. Um. Although the the one thing, I guess we didn't get to cover, because uh, after game two, uh, Marshawn was fined uh, for slashing. Pyotr Kochikov, because reasons, and Forbert was fined five thousand dollars for high sticking Teravainen. And Carolina should be getting a couple fines here themselves. After yeah, game by four. that by that logic, Aho Aho should be God, getting a five thousand so dollar fine. Oh, I thought he like I saw that blood. I thought like it I actually hit his eye. Yeah, yeah. So it's lucky that it was below it, but still did not look good. And then. And then, you I know. love what Mark Shin had to say after the game on that. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, but uh, he said, that's the least of what Berkey's played through, a cut. He's yeah. played with a hole in his lungs, a broken rib. <laughs> yeah, literally played with a punctured lung. I think I think he'll I think live he'll through manage. a cut. I know, but I thought that definitely got his eye, and I was like, oh my god, Darcy Kemper just got his eye slashed yeah. too. Jeez, heck's going on? And I love my favorite part about that, though, was right after Bergeron went down, Aho palms up like, I didn't do nothing. Come on. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't my fault. I swear. Look it's the like, other way. On. Look the other way. <laughs> and I love how Bergeron was like, no, I'm going back out as he's still bleeding. <laughs> hey, it's me up. Sure. I need to get back out there. Like, dude, just. And by the way, I knew, uh, I didn't think Coyle was going to win that face off, which I don't think he ended up winning it. I can't remember. But also, uh, Charlie McAvoy might not be the best solution on the power play, but uh, I don't think Makrizuk is either. Yeah, he... Uh, obviously he ended up going with just five forwards. Yeah, he didn't have a great game. I will say that. Like, t like game four was not was not too good for him. Um, He wasn't bad, but it was just like there were a few like things, yeah, I saw on the power play. There were a few like spots in his own zone where I was like, okay, that's not, that's not what you want, but... 
it was at the end of the second period. He's dancing along yeah. like, the half wall when there's like 10 seconds left, and then he ends up turning the puck over. Yeah, and <laughs> like, it's not to be one of the like shoot guys, but like, come on, shoot. Just like, just or, shoot there. You know, don't even shoot. Pass it do to Pasternak. Do completely different than that. Just do anything different, <laughs> and it probably would have gone better. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I tweeted this, but. I think Forbert makes a better play there. And that's not me saying Forbert's better on the power play or should be on the power play. Yeah, It's, it's just... just the simplicity versus trying to be fancy. And I feel like, obviously, Forbert not being a offensive dynamo yeah. would have just stuck to a simple, successful play other than that. But, hey, you I mean, if that's our biggest uh, pet peeve of the game... Then it's... Uh, then it's... I, I think we're doing all right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and uh, after Trocek scored in game three, that first goal opening it up, that, you know, obviously you felt like, kind of felt like tonight, like Stahl scoring like 33 seconds in was like a (laughs) big kind (laughs) of like, oh man. But when Trocek scored early, that one really felt like, oh, is this done? Are they going down 3-0? And then you had someone who needed to perform. Charlie Coyle, score shorthanded off a great pass from DeBrusque. And I was like, okay, there you go. They're back in it. Perfect. Easy. Simple. And then, you know, in that second period, you got Marshall scoring his first of the series. Pasternak scoring his first of the series. That one on the power play. And then you got early on in the third. Taylor Hall makes it 4-1. You're like, all right, cool. <laughs> that's that's game three. Obviously, there were a lot more emotions throughout that entire game, and it wasn't exactly the most clean game, but that was, like, the big bounce back we needed, and then they definitely built on that tonight, and, I mean, there there really wasn't much to complain about through game three and four. No. I mean, Forbert with nine blocks in in game three was insane. And it's Uh, so funny. It's, you know, last episode we were just talking about how underutilized he had been in game one and game two. You know, he really didn't see much five on five. And I guess technically he didn't really either in these games. But now he's, he's, you know, playing up to what he is. That stay-at-home defenseman that will block everything. Literally everything. (laughs) Kitchen sink. (laughs) <laughs> um, I just want to say I am Derek Forbert's biggest fan uh, of him mm-hmm. and his dog. Oh my god, yeah. Darla. That's that's just a great name. Beautiful, beautiful puppy dog. Basset hound. Um, I hope half of that three million a year goes to Darla. I mean, if it doesn't, then life is pointless. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page here. <laughs> um, it's kind. Of, it is kind of funny that uh, Forbert and Clifton have been the Bruins. Like Forbert was the Bruins' best defenseman in Game Three, or at least the most noticeable in Game Three. You know, obviously McAvoy played, so it's kind of just automatically the best. But and then in Game Four, it's like, yeah, Clifton was kind of the best. Hey, playoffs playoffs do crazy things. Hopefully they continue that into game five in Carolina. Um The thing I want to ask you though. 
Ask me something. I got an answer for you. So Freddie Anderson. Freddie Anderson. Might be back for game five. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So Rod Brindamore had a kind of like a cryptic answer. Um, he was asked if the goalie is close or not to returning, and he responded with a smirk and said closer. So it kind of sounds like that might be a you know he's back like he's going to be back at home like they might he might be like like Anderson might be 90% but they go okay it's game 5 get in there uh that's what the speculation i saw among Kane's reporters and fans was so you might be looking at Freddie Anderson in game 5 you might be looking at Hampus Lindholm in game 5 so and we know McAvoy. There's no. There's probably not a way for him to return. I don't think. I, I don't think he's allowed to that. test out of I that. Sh- yeah, I saw. Like it's five days, and the thing is, you're only testing. Like players are only being tested for COVID if they have symptoms. So McAvoy had symptoms. He tested positive. Like that's basically what we know. Otherwise, there would not have been a test. And I imagine in the NHL they were probably pretty willing to, you know like stretch what the symptoms were and go no 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 no, he's fine but you know at some point you kind of have to go okay come on let's test but regardless the Bruins will not have McAvoy for game five more than likely and also yeah probably I mean but you know you might be looking at game six for McAvoy you're hoping if that five days thing is true and you can do, and you can get out of it, but we don't know. So what we do know, maybe Lindholm, maybe Freddie Anderson for game five. So the question I was going to ask, which took like two minutes to get to, who wins game five? Me. Okay, that is that is the correct answer. My question is: is how the Okay, Cassidy said that the Bruins found out about McAvoy landing in COVID protocol just ahead of warm-ups. How is it that late into the process that you find out about that? I would assume because it's like, it's the morning and he's, like, it's an afternoon, like, it's a 12.30 start. Like, I would just guess, like, he probably, like, woke up and was like, oh, that's not good. And then probably tested. Yeah, but then, then, I don't know. I don't know. And also, I don't know if Cassidy's 100% just being completely accurate with that, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, if he were, he didn't practice yesterday, but if he was at the facility, he could have... Who knows? Someone else could get it. We could have four players out for Game 5. Yeah, I. so the thing is, they don't have to test close contacts in the NHL. So that's good. Like, for the Bruins' sake, that's good. You know, and they're all vaccinated anyway, so, like, they should all be fine. But... If any of them have symptoms, they are supposed to, like, by NHL rules, be testing. So, I hope no one else gets symptoms. Obviously, I hope no one else gets it, but... Well, look at you only care for your selfish needs. Yep, that is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. And we'll see what happens with Lindholm. And we'll see what happens with Freddie Anderson. Now, I I believe our plan is probably recording after Game 6, barring some insane thing in Game 5, you know, anything notable. You know, it might end up happening. Who knows? We'll see. But we should be 
we should be good after game six. Um, and hey, the Bruins won today when we recorded, so no one can complain about that. Uh, <laughs> nope, no prediction still. Yep, <laughs> we predicted game that. one and two, and then they lost, and then haven't done them since, and boom, perfect. So, uh, other than that, I don't have much else to add for the Bruins. Um, I think that's no. about that's about everything that's really happened for this series. Uh, in the NHL overall, really like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have much comment on anything else. I think Calgary uh, has got to figure it out. I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> yeah, that's. I can say the same about something. Florida. Because down. It's going to end up pulling it out now. Yeah. Maybe I changed my mind too, uh, too quickly, but I don't know. I also. I put no stock into the Avs beating the Preds. Because it does not matter. Did you see them yesterday? Until they get out of the second round. Oh my god, yeah. Against all odds, we win. (laughs) You are the favorites for the fourth straight year. What odds? It's the first round. They must be thinking of this backwards. They must think the the better the odds are actually the worse the odds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that that was like, really? Against all odds? Against what odds? They're your odds! <laughs> They're in your favor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, social media teams. The the Bruins do it right. They'll have, like, every once in a while, they will have an occasional just... <laughs> I don't want to say, like, just sarcastic tweet. And it's like, yeah, nice. You don't want to be like the Canes. You don't want to be like the Avs or Vegas, like... At, that's too much. And it, that kind of does sound like old man yells at Cloud, but, well, not old, but it's just like, just, we, we don't need all of this over the top, haha, how do you do, fellow kids, type stuff. It's like, hey, Nolacharya tweet, I- iconic. The one today from the Bruins about, uh, he has a nose, Marshawn has a nose for the net, perfect. Just, yeah. just keep it there. It's also you know, not super important to focus on, but I would also like to point out Brad Marchand leads uh, all skaters in points in the playoffs with nine in four games. And McDavid's going to have a seven-point night tonight, and that will be rendered useless. Yep, but I'm saying it now as of recording. And I'm sure that, well, probably Kucherov or Stamkos or those guys are probably going to get up there too, so. Just say it now before it becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Hey. Hey. There you go. Um. Other than climbing the ranks. Yeah. Other than that, don't think I have much else there. So if you want to hop to questions. Yeah. All right. So Tyler Seeger, of course, uh, asked, "Are you guys more confident in the PP now?" I mean. Absolutely. We've always said that it's just a matter of... It takes one goal, and then it seems like they figured it out. So, we hope. The power play is never going to obviously be 100%, but... (laughs) Yeah. You know, they've looked sharper. No? Hey. I am more confident in their ability to execute, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, Never any doubt about the talent or the people on it. It's just a matter of them finding what works against Carolina's really good penalty kill. And, you know, <laughs> like they've been able to maybe crack the code a little bit, but a series, especially once you get to game five, it's all about adjustments. So, yep. Because now Carolina, changing... Carolina has two games of losses to look at and go, okay, well, one wrong. And now going back to Carolina for game five. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a. That's going to be an interesting game. I, every time I think about it, I just get nervous. I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Uh, he also asked, do you think this team will have a chance against Anderson? I mean, I say absolutely. Yeah. Especially I mean, him being injured. Yeah, I was just about to look that up. When? Real quick. Oh, are you looking when the last time he played was? Uh, yeah, more or less, you know, how many times he's played XYZ since X date. <laughs> uh, okay, well, he played April 16th. That was his last regular season. April 12th, April 10th, April 8th, April 5th. So it's pretty regular, you know, up until the 16th. Ooh, in that last game, he gave up seven goals to Colorado. Jesus. I mean, he's he had a couple of good games in there, but here are his save percentages in the last... Let's just go 10 games. Uh, 788, 933, 920, 905, 818, 842, shutout, 962, 800, 931, 941. And let me throw in 857 in there for fun. So he's kind of been up and down. So, Doing what he does best against the Bruins, so yep, it'll be fun and not at all anxiety-inducing. Oh no, never. Uh, his last question there was, "And is Marshy out of his slump, or just a product of everyone playing well?" Uh, five points is not a product of everyone playing well. I think that's I think that's safe to say. Definitely helped him. Uh, he's. He was playing a lot better, looked more engaged, like all over the place. And, you know, I think getting into those uh, not full on scrums because then he could take a penalty, but, you know, talking and, you know, getting kind of in the other team's grill a little bit, you know, that uh, helps his game, obviously. And mm-hmm. he definitely does look more. Uh, what's the right word? I was going to say alert, but that's not what it is. He looks more engaged, I guess, is yeah. the right word. And, whether that was backs against the wall on home ice, we'll see. But you know, I think if if he continues playing how he played these last two games, I think the Bruins will be okay, and he will be okay. So yeah. yeah, no, I'd like to think he's out of his slump. Yeah, I I I can't see a reason to think not. <laughs> All right, and then uh, last set of questions from Chase at Chase our Wing Twelve. Uh, he has eight, so I'm going to rapid fire, especially through these first two. So we just, how about that response? No McAvoy, no problem. I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, he said, will Lindholm be number one with McAvoy out? What did I mean, you yeah. say? Sorry, you skipped a little. Oh, it's just, will Lindholm be number one with McAvoy out? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, who stepped up the most? Marshawn. I, 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 you can't Great argue time. against that. Should the perfection... Shh. Just Should the top line stay together? <laughs> yes. Yes, at this point. 
Uh, most Real disappointing player so far. Holla. Yeah. Oh, which leads right into my next question. Most disappointing? You doing Holla? I have to say Holla. I mean, I don't... I say Smith. Craig Smith, I guess? Yeah. Smith or Holla, one of them. They both... Neither one has really been making their presence known. So. Yeah. Favorite moment so far? Oh. Okay. I mean... How do I pick just one? There's like the Marsh- hockey stuff, like actual scoring there's goals. There's the actual hockey stuff, and then there's the Marshawn D'Angelo stuff. You tell me I have to pick just one. Uh, I'm picking Marshawn's. I'm picking Marshawn's three-two goal tonight or today. Oh, that celebration when you look at yeah. the bench. Oh, cold, cold, cold. And then the last question: Will this team play the same in Carolina? I hope. I mean, it's. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it'd be a little tougher because Carolina will be able to control the matchups and get Stahl out there against Bergeron, who's he's actually played well against the Bergeron line in yeah. Carolina. But, but hey, I mean, it's not game one or game two anymore. There's adjustments. There's players playing better or worse. You know, it's hard to sustain how Stahl was playing game one and game two. He played pretty damn well, so. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be maybe not as good, but it will probably be enough to at least, you know, compete and maybe get a win. I hope. I pray. How do you think about Swayman going in his first uh, playoff game on the road? That's my question for you. Eh. Do you think he's got the ice in his veins? I think... <laughs> or do it... you think the Bruins' defense will not require him to have ice in his veins? Potentially. I think it won't be much of an issue, I guess. Like, still just the way mm-hmm. the way I felt the whole time. <laughs> Which is, yeah. I don't think the goaltending is going to be, you know, the savior for the Bruins of the series, and I don't think it's going to be the, the breaking point of the team. And let's hope I'm right about the last part. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, that's all I got. And unless you have nothing else to add. Nope. And we can end it here. We will see you probably after game six. Um, Everyone's going to Carolina on Tuesday. And then back in Boston on Thursday. That's all guaranteed. Um, hope. You know what? I, uh, I, have, I have a bold challenge for them. Simply do not lose. And let's hope that. When we come back, the Bruins have won a series.